Thanksgiving 2023 is a day when many American auto workers are giving thanks for organized labor. The United Auto Workers are celebrating the success of their six-week strike. The union strikers won new contracts that include an immediate 11% raise, raises totaling at least 25% and potentially as high as 33% over the four-year life of the contract. The end of the two-tier wage rates that shortchanged new employees and eroded union solidarity. The restoration of annual cost of living increases, which the union gave up in 2009 to help the companies through the recession. And a guarantee of job security as the companies transition to manufacturing electric vehicles. Auto workers at non-union plants are thankful too because even before the tentative agreements with the Big Three were ratified by the union members, several other manufacturers announced wage increases and other improvements very similar to the UAW contract. President Biden made note of this when he spoke to the UAW two weeks ago today to congratulate them and thank them. And now the auto companies were doing incredibly well. So auto workers should be doing incredibly well as well. You saved the auto industry, and they should step up for you. Over 30% increase in wages or the cost of living adjustments. Bigger pay increases over the last next four and a half years than the last 22 years combined. Greater retirement security, more paid leave, and community by commitments by the big three to create thousands more full-time middle-class jobs, investing tens of billions of dollars building the auto future made in America. Look, folks, these deals are game changers, not only for UAW workers, but for all workers in America. Just ask the folks at Toyota, which last week announced it would significantly finally increase wages for their workers. Toyota raised U.S. factory pay 10% starting in January. Honda said it will increase wages 11%. Nissan and Subaru also boosted pay. And on Monday last week, South Korean automaker Hyundai announced it will raise factory worker pay 25% by 2028, matching the general wage increase won by the UAW. So, auto factory workers in the U.S., union or not, are thankful today, but not all are satisfied. Indeed, while President Biden noted that the new contract's increase in wages was more than those of the last 22 years combined, wages are still a problem. For instance, Curtis March, who works at Ford's Chicago plant, told the New York Times that in the early 1990s he was making the inflation-adjusted equivalent of more than $40 an hour. But in the first year of the new contract, he will make about $36. In general, long-time workers objected to the new contract because of insufficient improvements in wages and retirement. According to the UAW tallies, workers actually voted down the contract at several major GM facilities in Michigan, Indiana, Missouri, and Tennessee. However, workers at one of the company's largest facilities, an assembly plant in Arlington, Texas, ultimately voted in favor of the deal, enough for a majority of 54.7% of all GM workers. So, by a surprisingly close margin, the GM workers ratified the new contract last Thursday. Members at Ford voted through Saturday and at Stellantis through Tuesday, and at both, over two-thirds approved the contract. While the voting was still underway, UAW President Sean Fain, in testimony to the U.S. Senate, summarized the gains in the new agreement and concluded with this. And we bargained for language that allows us to strike these companies if they don't honor their commitments 
which has been a huge issue in the past. Uh, you know, looking at the success of our contract, we're seeing that spill over into the non-union industry. After we announced our tentative agreements at the big three, Toyota made an unprecedented move and uh, reduced their progression to full pay to four years from eight years. They gave their employees a 9% pay increase. Honda raised wages 11%. And just yesterday, Hyundai announced that they're going to follow our pattern and raise wages by 25% for their employees through the year 2028. Uh, we call that the UAW bump, and that stands for You Are Welcome. And we're very proud of that. And when these members and these workers decide to organize and join the UAW, they're going to realize the full benefit of union membership and get what they're fully due. President Biden explicitly encouraged the UAW to continue unionizing workers, specifically at Toyota and Tesla. And now, a crack in Tesla's anti-union wall has appeared in Sweden. This year's best-selling new car in Sweden is the Tesla Model Y. Tesla doesn't make cars in Sweden, but it does employ roughly 120 mechanics in Tesla's service facilities. The Swedish trade union, IF Metall, has for years called on Tesla to enter into talks to adopt a collective agreement that would set the basis for wages and benefits. For years, Tesla has refused. So, the union called for a strike on October 27th, and dozens of the mechanics who are union members have been staying home, disrupting service appointments for some Tesla drivers. The following week, dock workers at Sweden's four largest ports said they would stop unloading shiploads of Teslas in support of the strikers. Swedish law allows for solidarity strikes in support of other unions' efforts. So, the mechanics strike, combined with the threat of other unions getting involved, appeared to be enough to force Tesla to the bargaining table for a session on Monday, November 6th. But the talks terminated that same day without resolution. Then, the transport union that had refused to unload any Teslas arriving at the four largest Swedish ports learned that Tesla was rerouting shipments to other ports. So, last Friday, November 17th, the union expanded its job action to block Tesla shipments at all 55 Swedish ports. And now, the electricians union says its members will no longer service Tesla charging stations when they need repair. And maintenance workers say they won't clean Tesla facilities. And Taxi Stockholm says it ceased all new orders of Teslas for its fleet. The unions supporting IF Metal's cause said they are trying not only to improve working conditions for mechanics employed by Tesla, but to defend Sweden's long-standing system of organized labor, in which employers and employees work together to reach consensus on wages, benefits, and working hours. About 70% of Sweden's workforce belongs to a union, and collective agreements cover about 90% of workers in Sweden. Tommy Reith, the head of the Swedish Transport Workers Union, told the New York Times, If we let this go, it puts a crack in the whole system. This isn't just about the metal workers and transport workers unions. This is important because the whole Swedish model is at stake, he said. So, fiercely anti-union Tesla is suddenly confronting a committed and entrenched union movement. For KCSB News, this is Ray Breer.